0: Thanks for tuning into the World Through She podcast. I'm Sheila, and today I'll be talking about Guatemala with my good friend, Derek. Before we get started, if you want to see visuals of what we'll be sharing, head over to my Instagram and check out my highlights. There are also some Guatemala travel tips on my TikTok as well. So let's get into it. Derek, what did you think of Guatemala?
1: Guatemala's was dope. (laughs) I love Guatemala. Like, I think that it wasn't our first choice. If you remember, we were talking about some different uh, countries to go to in South America, but because of COVID, we're like, we should go somewhere a little bit closer. And we just kind of ended up with Guatemala. And I think we were both like pleasantly surprised how awesome it was.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seriously is a hidden gem in Central America. And it's surrounded by volcanoes, rainforests, ancient historic Mayan sites, can't imagine Me too. a better trip to go on after COVID kind of settled down. That was our first trip.
1: Yeah, that was that was like my first um, like international trip after COVID hit, and the first like real trip that I took after getting uh, vaccinated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during our visit, we explored Antigua which is filled with the preserved Spanish colonial buildings, and Lake Atitlan, which is surrounded by volcanoes and has different Mayan villages around the lake.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: So let's get into some tips. Okay, so the first thing that I noticed when we were in Guatemala on the first day is that it's really hard to walk in sandals or heels or anything other than tennis shoes. And this is because all of the streets are cobblestone in Antigua and all of the sidewalks are uneven. So make sure you have really good shoes with hard soles at the bottom.
1: Yeah, the sidewalks are uneven and inconsistent and there's like trees growing over them sometimes and they're narrow. So we often had to like go onto the cobblestones and if you didn't have good shoes, And like the nights we went out that you wore heels, I don't know how you did it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, towards the end of the trip, I kind of gave up on heels. It was my white sneakers for half of the trip.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to try to tell any like females how to accessorize, but maybe don't pack heels if you're (laughs) going to be going out in Antigua because it just takes up a lot of space in your bag, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it actually does. But yeah, I think that's honestly a good tip like don't even bother with heels make sure you have good solid soles on your shoes
1: for sure and like that's true for guys too obviously because sometimes I wear like flimsy shoes because they pack better but it's good to have like sturdy soles yeah but on that topic Sheila you should make like a story or a TikTok or something with like packing tips because it's honestly pretty impressive like how many outfits you're able to pack (laughs)
0: um thanks the second tip is uh, expect a lot of random rainstorms. Derek and I yeah. ran into this problem a lot. We got stuck in a rainstorm and couldn't get an Uber.
1: Yeah, and it rained pretty much every single afternoon I think while we were there, right?
0: Oh yeah, but it it wasn't the whole afternoon.
1: No, it was just a few hours.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but when it rained, it poured. It like it was like like it it was like. I hate using this euphemism. It was like raining cats and dogs.
0: Derek, I was thinking the same thing. And I was also (laughs) going to say, I hate saying this and, and I hardly ever say it, but raining cats and dogs.
1: I guess the tip that comes out of this is prepare for the rain. And maybe Sheila, you could learn from me a little bit because I definitely am an early riser much more than Sheila. So I always like got up early and went out and go and do stuff early and then come home and take a two hour nap in the afternoon while it's raining. And that we are not missing out on the day.
0: Just prepare Maybe. for the rain. And it only or, lasts a few hours. So you'll get some good weather too. Yeah, no, there's plenty of good weather. But I, I yeah, you can always <laughs> wake up early. Early bird. Uh, Derek and I found that it was actually really hard to find authentic Guatemalan food. And yeah, Guatemala is, or Antigua specifically is, Popular for its international food options.
1: Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because when we talked to the hotels, they would tell us of a really good Indian place or a really good Italian place. I'm like, wait, in Guatemala, it just, it definitely threw us off. And one Mm -hmm. thing that I really appreciated that I wasn't expecting is I had just come off being vegan for about nine months. And I stopped being vegan before I went because I thought it was going to be hard and I didn't want to like upset my stomach. But there were so many vegan options.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, two of our meals in Antigua were completely vegan, were, we're vegan yeah. restaurants, even. Yep.
1: Yeah. So there was a place right by the hotel we say that called Once Once, which is like a fancy vegan restaurant. And then there was one that was a little more casual. Um, um, what was it called? The La place. Bruja. Remember those really good tacos? Yeah. La love the witch. Um, that was uh, amazing tacos with those like thick, colorful. Uh, yeah, shelves. and they Do you photographed the really well too. They did. It was my cell, uh, like mean, my iPhone background for a little while. <laughs> but even even at the restaurants that weren't vegan, they have good vegan options. So if uh, if you're looking for mm-hmm. a vegan friendly destination that you can have an adventure to, I would definitely say Guatemala uh, and it's specifically Antigua is a great place. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, next okay, tip. Next there's not really public transportation there. There's this thing called the chicken bus, but in terms of public transportation, if you wanted to get from your hotel to the middle of town or anything like that, we couldn't really find anything. Yeah. However, the chicken
1: bus is like, it's just kind of, the chicken bus is just random. It seems like it's on a yeah, set schedule. You kind of uh-huh. just like kept it. How do you find out like where it's going? I don't know. We we were told to take a chicken bus for fun, but not to rely on it to actually get anywhere.
0: Yeah, and we didn't ever take it, but we saw the outside of one, and it's I don't know if when you hear chicken bus, if you think like maybe there are live chickens on it or something, (laughs) but it's literally just an old school bus that has like colored paintings on the outside, and and and, oh maybe like disco.
1: Yeah, sometimes, but they pack people into it like they pack chickens into like a crate when they move them. I think as well. Oh, that's why it's
0: called the chicken bus.
1: I maybe I don't know.
0: I remember talking to someone there and being like, "Oh, the chicken bus! Are there chickens on it?" And they literally (laughs) laughed out loud at me.
1: I know, and then like I pointed it out to you, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a chicken bus." You're like, "No, there's no chickens on there." But they're, like, it is kind of fun to see them because they like like painted different colors and like shiny sometimes and whatnot. So it's just kind of cool to see the different like designs.
0: Yeah, so no public transportation and actually Ubers are kind of hard to find there too.
1: They can be. I think I was kind of surprised because I've never used Uber outside of the US. So I was kind of surprised that we were able to take one from the airport to Antigua. But there were definitely times, especially when it rained, that we couldn't Mm -hmm. get the Uber.
0: Yeah, they are there, but they're limited. So when it rains or in occasions that are high touristy times where people want to go see everything, there aren't many Ubers that you you could get. And in Lake Atitlan, you cannot walk between the villages or the towns. A boat is the best form of transportation there.
1: But do you remember we, in those like little, what do they call them? The little carts that we took.
0: Yeah. I mean, within the towns.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Within those towns. And that's something that we didn't really see in Antigua, but you did yeah. see in like the Atilong town. So that's, uh-huh. that was kind of fun. And it wasn't yeah. super expensive either.
0: No, not at all. And those are similar. I don't, I don't think you've been to Thailand, Derek, but if anyone listening has, and they're similar to tuk-tuks, like a yeah, little, they, I think they call them tuk-tuks. Oh, they no, did? They I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't Who remember knows. what they called. It. Oh, but what's funny is in one of the towns, their bus was like a red truck. Do you remember that? No. Oh, I have it in one of my stories that the bus is just like this red truck, and people were like hanging off the back of it and like stuffed inside of it. And that's what cu- came around like every 15 to 20 minutes to pick people up. So that's all the tips we have, Derek. Is there anything else before we get into what we actually did?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll have something else come up that you can filter in a little bit later.
0: Yeah. So we started and ended our trip in Antigua um, with a three to four day visit to Lake Atitlan in between. Mm-hmm. I called Antigua the city of arches. It had a lot of historic colonial Spanish arches the three main ones are the Santa Catalina arch and this is probably the one that you've seen in photos if you look at Antigua it's like the main arch and I know there's a story about like nuns and the arch yeah
1: yeah it was I don't remember the exact story but basically the um it was it was like there was a convent I think on both sides of the street And the nuns weren't allowed to be seen on the streets. And so they built the arch so the nuns could cross from like one side to the other without having to like go on the streets and be seen by the, the public.
0: Nice, good job. I thought you said that you didn't remember it.
1: Oh, I mean, that's like the only history I do remember.
0: The San Jose Cathedral is another amazing one that you have to see. It is, oh my gosh, I don't even know how old uh built around the 1540s so very old it's like
1: 500 years old
0: there you go it went through earthquakes it was demolished and rebuilt it's just been through a lot but you still see all of the arches that really stand out because it's similar to the rest of the city and the last group of arches are las pilas derek did you ever see them they're at the end of the park next to parque central
1: yeah i don't remember them um oh um i don't know maybe no (laughs) but you know what i think my favorite thing about antigua probably was what i loved waking up every morning and like walking outside and you just go down the street, and all of a sudden, there was the volcano. Oh,
0: yeah. And was it Volcán
1: Agua, Agua that we saw? Yeah, it was Agua. Agua. Yeah.
0: yeah, every single day. I mean, I have videos massive. of literally waking up and walking out, yeah. and we just look up, but the best views are at three specific places. So, the first one is Altamira. You could see multiple volcanoes at Altamira, and they have a lot of areas where you could go and just take a photo of you and the volcanoes it I I think I don't know if it's just a Guatemalan thing I haven't seen this in a lot of other countries but they have like that hand yeah a hand that's like sticking out how do you describe it
1: (laughs) it's like it's like a giant wooden hand that you go and it's like a platform that you can go stand and pose on but one of them at least they have like a, a like a giant like they have the full giant and then it's like you can like go inside the giant and kind of like hang out there, but then his hand is like out, outreached, reached mm-hmm. out. Um,
0: and yeah, I it's wonder- just kind of a
1: cool, like unique picture.
0: Well, another place that had great views was Hobitenango.
1: Yeah, Hobitenango was pretty cool. They basically kind of like made the Shire. I've never read Lord of the Rings because like it kind of bores me, but like it was cool to see in person. And they have a few hotel rooms so you can like go stay yeah. in one of like the boroughs or whatever they're called. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. they have a giant hand, but this one is stone. I mean, it's actually stone, but it's made to look like stone.
0: Hobitenango is like hobbitville they had a bunch of little hobbit Hobbit houses they also had i don't remember what it was like bungee jumping
1: there they had a rope swing um it was it was a long line so we didn't end up doing it um i think that that's a good like family friendly activity i don't know how like thrilling it is for adults Mm
0: -hmm. um but
1: it's kind of like a cool thing that comes with an admission i think but we no. the other reason we didn't do that though sheila is because do you remember why No it rained
0: oh yeah we got rained out everyone who was there was like stuffed in their one cafe that they had
1: and you can't like go park right by it you have to like park or take a cab and then they have like a shuttle and you have to book a specific time yeah and so we had one booked like two hours later and we're like we do not want to wait in the rain and so we like finessed and got onto an earlier uh shuttle but that's one thing that if you have the capacity to like stay a night there and, and there's availability I think it would have been cool to like sleep over in one of the little yeah. uh like hot mm-hmm. or whatever they're called and wake up there because it's just kind of this magical thing that it would be cool to kind of see without a bunch of kids and tourists there
0: yeah and another thing about both Hobby Tenango and Altamira is that The lines are so, so long. So getting there as early as possible for those morning people like Derek. Yeah. Uh, Well, and the other thing, I
1: guess one reason is because we went to Altamira, like our first like full day there, which was a Saturday. And I think that something to keep in mind with Altamira specifically, and probably Jopate as well is... That is a destination for like local families as well as tourists. Mm-hmm. So I would avoid going mm-hmm. on a weekend because that's when kids are out of school, and yeah. so it gets crowded with locals during the weekend.
0: Yeah, yep. Try to go on weekdays and as early as possible to avoid lying. As
1: early as possible, always early as early bird gets the worm.
0: Another place that has a really great view of Volcano Agua, which is the one in. Antigua is Cerro de la Cruz and that is a little hike that takes you to the top of a mountain a hill a top of an area where you have a viewpoint of all of Antigua and when it's not cloudy volcano agua as well.
1: Yeah and I guess this just kind of uh, reminds me because we uh, were able to meet some cool people when we went there. Um, And some were tourists from America and some were locals that uh, gave us some tips about how to get to Atitlan and whatnot. And I guess that's just one thing anywhere you travel is always good to just interact with other people because you might learn things that you didn't even expect.
0: That's actually one of my favorite parts about traveling is the people you meet. So those are the places where you could see all of the best views in Antigua. But let's talk about food.
1: Sorry, food. Dirt, I know you
0: wanted to talk about that before, but let's just move right into it.
1: Dude, I, I can talk about food any day, anytime, any place.
0: <laughs> Great. Um, so I <gasps> have, I have a few places that were my absolute favorite to go to. And we were on the hunt to find tres leches and we tres found leches. it. We found the best tres leches that either of us have had in our entire lives at this place called viejo cafe and they've got a bunch of pastries they're an actual sit-down restaurant but
1: they have like gelato
0: yeah we only went for the tres leches i think we tried a few other things and it was okay but seriously best tres leches ever
1: yeah and tres leches isn't like a guatemalan thing necessarily i think it i think there's debate whether it comes from mexico or nicaragua but like all the central american countries still have really good tres leches so we got so excited and <laughs> our first like our, our first day we went to viejo cafe and got this incredible tres leches we just got it everywhere and it, we just c- kept getting upset because nowhere was as good as viejo cafe
0: yeah yeah maybe that's it like we thought Because we got that the first day, we thought that, oh, Antigua must have amazing Tres Leches, but really it was just Viejo Cafe.
1: Maybe, but maybe the other Tres Leches were good, just not as good, so we were upset. True. Who knows?
0: Facts, facts. What was interesting is how much good pizza we found in Antigua. So there was Angie Angie, which we went there twice. That was like yeah, we didn't discover
1: it until the end, but we went twice mm-hmm. in like the last two days.
0: It was really, really good. And um Antigua Boreal, which we went there, you kind of have to go there when you go to um Altamira.
1: Yeah, or Hobotongo. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's up in that area, but yeah. they have these huge like deep dish pizzas. Yeah. Um, and they're really good too.
1: Yeah, and that was actually like one of the places that was on our list. Of places we had to go, mm-hmm. and so I'm glad that we went. But you, if you you can see like TikToks and stuff of people going there and just lifting the cheese, and it just like it's like endless cheese pulling up from the pan, and it was so just cheesy and good.
0: This and is making me hungry.
1: I am hungry, and <laughs> I, I actually think literally took a flight to Guatemala just so we can uh, feed our hunger. <laughs>
0: I know we mentioned that Antigua is known for their international cuisine, but I did find a Guatemalan restaurant and it's called Rincon Tipico. It was so good. It had, honestly, I don't even remember the name of all the dishes, but uh, one thing that I do remember is tamales. They had that. Yeah. Um,
1: and tam- they have different variations of tamales in Guatemala, because I think we're in the U.S. We're very used to Mexican tamales, but they have different sorts of tamales. So like they, I think they're typically wrapped in banana leaves in Guatemala, aren't they?
0: All I know is it was wrapped in a green leaf. Is that a banana leaf?
1: Yeah, I think it was a banana leaf, whereas in the U.S. Or I guess in Mexico, um, which is what we usually see in the U.S., it's wrapped in a corn husk.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yep, yeah. valid. yep. Um, valid. So if you're looking for authentic Guatemalan food, go to Rincon Tipico.
1: But, but Sheila, the other thing is not everything in Antigua is good because you remember um, when we got elotes expecting what we would see in Mexico.
0: Oh, yeah. uh-huh And
1: it was corn macabre, which we wanted, but they put mustard on it
0: yeah Derek why did we eat that did we know there was mustard on it because, no, we did, I, because I don't in, remember in, why I took a bite out of it it was so gross
1: I think we thought it was cheese <laughs> because we're like why I'm would you put mustard surprised. on corn because <laughs> we're say look this being like really good with like Mayo and cotija and yeah. like some oh. like spices and stuff and some lime and so that's what we ordered. But that is not what Guatemalans, no. uh, like guatemaltecos tecos, uh, consider to be elotes. And like, no disrespect on the like, Guatemalan people, but this is one area where they're wrong. You do <laughs> not put mustard on corn.
0: <laughs> there probably was a better way to say that, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs>
1: it's going to get cut anyway.
0: <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> good. Yes. But something that I did love, they actually had this ilote drink that we were able to find at a market. Yeah. And it was so good. It was like, yeah, I don't know, corn chowder, but in drink version kind of yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like thinner than a chowder, but it was so nice because when we got it, it was like on a really rainy night. Oh, yeah.
0: uh-huh. And so
1: we went and like, I remember you wouldn't get out of the car because of how much it was raining. So I went with the driver and we went and bought some and we had to like trudge through puddles to get it. And so it was so nice. Like, cause it was so warm and it's like worn my heart from like the, well, I mean, I have a cold heart, but also just like being cold in the rain.
0: Are you a better person after that? I think so. <laughs> the market's outside we we got it in the market outside of antigua it was like the the surrounding villages
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and that's also where we got pepusas, and i think more tamales yeah. that were really good oh pupusas were hard to find too
1: yeah pupusas are um salvadoran but again like it's all that central america and so like the pupusas and like mm-hmm. i don't know if we we kept hearing like get pupusas but we would go around and ask, "You have pupusas? You have pupusas?" And they, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why we had such a hard time finding it.
0: Yeah, but we did in the markets outside of town. One more place that I want to mention for food is Pappy's Barbecue. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> so good. Which also weird that you could find right? really good barbecue in Antigua, Guatemala, but Guatemala. so good, Guatemala. <laughs>
1: Did you, uh, yeah I think did you
0: get anything there
1: yeah I got like nachos or something I I didn't eat meat while we were in Guatemala but I could tell like looking at Sheila's tray and like just watching her react to it that it was like really good barbecue and I don't remember the story they told us about it but it's like somebody from Texas moved uh-huh. to Guatemala or something and like opened a barbecue place and it was it was just like surprisingly incredible barbecue
0: Yeah, they had like a bunch of uh, newspaper articles about how amazing this restaurant is, Mm -hmm. too, on their wall. So,
1: you don't believe us. Texas newspapers.
0: Yeah, we have some bar recommendations, too. Uh, One of our friends that we met at the top of Cerro de la Cruz was a bartender, and he recommended a speakeasy bar to us, which on on the outside I don't even remember what the outside bar is called but it, it seemed like it was like yeah. a rock bar and then you go through a telephone booth yeah like, a London, like the London like you'd
1: see in London yeah like, yeah like yeah and
0: this curtain and it's like this fancy uh bougie cocktail lounge yeah
1: and they have like super cool like craft cocktails yeah. with like really cool liquors and ingredients
0: and sugar straws that you could eat yeah. Anyways, this and, place like, cool is And my cool ice
1: cuz called... a drink is only as good as the ice you put in it and they had good ice.
0: <laughs> okay, well great. Keep good that ice in. too. Keep that in. <laughs> Another bar that's really good that gives you a lot of options and variety is El Barrio. This place had such a long line every single night. We didn't end Got up it. going until our very last night.
1: And we and and we planned it and went early. Mm-hmm. um so that we could get in before uh the line got super long and we met some people there who couldn't get in because um they got there a little bit too late and so they like had to get come in a half hour
0: after us mm-hmm. yeah so go early but it it's like a i don't even know what to call it like a
1: yeah so it's like it's it's like <clears throat> they have yeah there's like a terrace plaza thing in the middle yeah and then there's like six or so different bar concepts so like a sports bar there's kind of like a speakeasy themed bar there's like like a like a like a like a a tiki bar upstairs that has a bunch of like the punch bowls that you get like one that you share with six people or whatever which scared us but
0: (laughs) there was like a disco bar Yeah, many options there. So you could go there and spend like all night in this one bar. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and it's super close to like the Central Square. So Mm -hmm. you can't miss it.
0: Yeah. Oh, we need to talk about Parque Central and all the things we did there. Real quick, they have a market on the weekends. Definitely go to that, get some of the food, experience that in that area, we also went to a chocolate factory and made our own chocolate.
1: Yeah, we did. We went about all the history of like how the cacao comes from Guatemala, but then it was shipped to Spain. And like, it was originally used in like Mexico and other Central American countries as drinking chocolate, but then the Europeans formed like chocolate as we know it today. And so, I don't know, like who cares about the history? Let's just eat chocolate, right?
0: the history was, was kind of a plus, but you get to learn all the history and then you get to learn how to make chocolate from bean all the way to bar.
1: Yeah. And you, and, and be careful because they um, quiz you. So you have to pay attention. (laughs) And if you get questions wrong, then your partner gets to like smear like chocolate sauce on your face.
0: Yeah, that's true. So this was at the chocolate museum so pretty easy to find
1: it is a fun place to like do the chocolate making and everything but I don't know if that's where I would go to get souvenir chocolate to bring home yeah. there are other specialty chocolate shops um, in Antigua but we got ours um in one of the villages around Antigua
0: and we got some at the market in Santa. yes
1: yep so and, but but be careful because I don't know if you if I told you this Sheila what I brought home two bottles of alcohol that I was a little bit like, oh, are they going to let me bring it? Because I couldn't remember what the rules are, but that was fine. The only thing that I didn't get through customs was a few bars of chocolate. Really? Yeah. Why wouldn't they let me bring chocolate?
0: Just like a few or all of it? All of it.
1: No, I was able to get some, but like there were some chocolate bars that they, I think, I think that like no hate on TSA, but I think they just maybe wanted some chocolate. And so they said I couldn't (laughs) have it.
0: So that's Antigua in a nutshell. There's so much to do, so much to see, so much to eat, so if you go make sure you're ready for all of it. But
1: then there's still so much more in Guatemala.
0: You guys, there really is so much to cover in Guatemala so we're breaking it into two episodes. The next one will cover Lake Atitlan. To summarize Antigua, it's the city of arches so make sure to explore those. There are a lot of great viewpoints of the city. Altamira, Habitanango, and Cerro de la Cruz are musts. Guatemala is the birthplace of chocolate. If you have a sweet tooth like us, make sure you make some of your own and learn the history as you're making it. Visit the markets at Parque Central and surrounding cities for delicious and more authentic food and drinks. And there are a lot of great places to eat at in Antigua as well vegan options too. The most authentic place to eat is Rincon Tipico. If you have any questions, recommendations, or just want to talk about Guatemala, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.